0: Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Raya. I'm an automotive columnist for Bay Area News Group, and I edit and publish the website theweeklydriver.com. Across the table from me, actually I have two tables today, is my friend and colleague Bruce Aldrich. And we're pretty excited. Less than two weeks, we're heading off to either you want to call it Classic Car Week, Monterey Auto Week, whatever you want to call it. It's now about two weeks, obviously, with a lot of other things. Uh, we've been in COVID, hiatus, but we're going back, and it's just going to be a phenomenal time down there. Uh, that would be Indy. That my, would be Indy. The racing dog. Who's also excited about going or not going to Monterey Auto Week. But, Bruce, uh, we've been talking about it for months. We're all set. we got to have our accommodations. We know when we're going to leave. We know what we're going to see. But let's just, I guess, go through this calendar of events. The last few years, there are almost 30 events now, and they all begin uh, on August 6th in Monterey with um, Monterey Car Kickoff Week. It's in downtown Monterey. It's a smaller show. We leave on August 9th, and we're going to go on August 10th to Concord on the Avenue, which I think is, is if not the best, certainly in the top three events of of the events a free show people love the with cars that they bring in you get your cup of coffee the fog's still in you're hearing some jazz in the background and the whole day just unfolds so
1: it's the it's the working man's concourse I thank mean, you it's got thank the same you. cars that are you know on the pebble beach yes but it's free you don't get wine and cheese you no bring, bring
0: your own beer in a paper bag but the, the <laughs> cars right. are there that's right uh, so Well, we'll talk about that. We've been, I think we, you and I, with other, by ourselves, with other friends, um, we've been four or five times, maybe? Sure. And I can recall, if you can recall, some of the car, the one that, the two that stand out to me, by far, is the guy a few years ago who came and drove his Mercedes-Benz station wagon pretty much across the United States to get there. He had inherited the car, he had redone it, and he... I think we both looked at each other and said, "Best of show" or from the get-go, and, he, and the guy got the best of show. You remember that guy? Oh, sure. We we couldn't believe
1: why you'd spend that much money, right, on a station wagon, right? I mean, you know, very undesirable car for a car collector. <laughs> for a car collector, but when it means something to you, it's a family item, right? You know, cost be darned. It's you're you're
0: going to build it. It's, right. It's memories. And that guy, he played the not that he was playing, but he fit exactly what every car down there is all about somebody's got a toyota corolla and it's the fourth one ever made like that one woman i met one year she had a little area rug and her she was wearing a big hoop skirt and she had an umbrella and she was just as proud of that car as somebody with a Duesenberg or a ferrari or anything else so the other two that come to mind of course i've talked about it a few times is the as the um um uh kaiser darren the, the art deco car that i really love and that there's usually one there and then last year no two that's years the ago, one with the uh, full the door in, the slide doors, doors. That slide in yeah they only yeah. made 400 of them they used to be 20 grand now they're 100 grand uh there are a few available we met a couple of owners of those um two years ago i met this guy he was an attorney in downtown los angeles he's there with his buddy and he's driving a nash metropolitan who he that had been in the family, and you know, he he told this great story. You know, he works in the um, high end, high scale area of LA. Everybody's got a fancy car. He drives his Nash Metropolitan to to work, and it you know turns more heads than the Ferraris because they're you know those are commonplace, and his was one of those. Kind. Are, they used to be coyote ugly to me. They, yeah, they yeah. were just so <laughs> funky and ugly, yeah, and yeah. now I think they're they're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's very, very retro. So we're raring to go on um, Concord on the Avenue, and uh, then it's a free show, like it's, we said. It's free and show. You can even bring your dog. You can even bring your dog. Uh, we'll, give, we'll 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 kind of uh, ruin our own little secret here, but I'll say it. Um, if you go down there, you can park on Carpenter Street, as opposed to Ocean Avenue, one parallel street over. And you can park about six blocks, eight blocks away and walk to the show and avoid all the cluster of parking in a paid parking spot or trying to, it it gets a little crowded that morning. But if you get there early and you park on Carpenter, that's my tip, my free tip for the day. (laughs) Well, I like that you get there early and then you get to see all the cars drive in. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's fun too. And, and there is judging. Um, they do have a lot of different categories. We've met the uh, owner of the show, the originator of the show, and those guys have their blue blazers on and and their straw hats, and they um, they have I don't know a dozen or so categories. And toward the end of the day, they do that. But mostly, it's just um, you kind of forget about time. You just walk around, and however, it's, the just, day-
1: car you can it's just, just car talk. It's just car talk. Talk to the owners. It yes, and and just unfolds. Get the history.
0: And you go get a sandwich somewhere, and you know whatever it is and it's just if you have any interest in cars that's that's the uh the one to go to we also have uh you know on Wednesday other things uh debut and so that our our debut would be on the 10th but also on the 10th and the 11th is a smaller thing but I I find it interesting it's the they're gonna, they're calling it a pop-up this year it's a it's the memorabilia show that that's at the embassy suites It's been condensed to two days with far fewer vendors, but it's going to be run by a husband and wife team who are uh, uh, vintage Ferrari uh, memorabilia experts. And they come in, and we've talked to those people before about even to the extent of fake memorabilia. It gets pretty wacky. But that's an interesting thing. Uh, It's not $20 this year. It's $10 this year. I believe, and
1: I'm looking forward to that one. I haven't been to it yet. Yeah, it's fun. All the you know
0: posters, yeah, all uh, that stuff,
1: all kinds of stuff. The
0: guy that we met a couple of years ago, I met. I, th- I think that's a year you missed, but he lives in Chico and he's a painter. And he started out uh, as an artist in Chico, doing working for the uh, orchard industry, and would do commercial art for the different um, agricultural businesses up there. And he got into painting doing paintings of cars and now he's pretty renowned guy and he's from chico and he's a real nice guy so we'll see him there everybody you goes to those they they whatever they're selling they're the expert of it and you talk to them and they've got wonderful side stories about different things and it's it's great it's great so that's sure. at the embassy suites on the um, 10th and 11th and then on wednesday another favorite of ours in pacific grove is the little car show and uh, much like uh concord on the avenue it's in pacific grove downtown and in theory it's supposed to be cars that are 2000 cc or smaller but they extend they, they stretch the boundaries a little bit but again it's cars you just don't see very many of and people just have
1: french and english
0: cars that you, french and, and you, english you cars. wouldn't normally see Right, and it's it's also a blast, and it's the same thing. You get your cup of coffee, and you walk around, and time just kind of goes by, and you have a, a a great time with it. So, those are the two thing. People sometimes think, oh, Monterey Auto Week, it's the Concorde elegance, and it's expensive. And yes, it is. And the Quail, by the way, was nine hundred and fifty dollars this year. That's a whole other thing. That's sold out. And Pebble, I heard, was four hundred. Pe- Pebbles four hundred. Um, quail was nine fifty. Um, these two shows and several other things are either free or minim- minimal costs. And so you can go to Monterey out a week. Um, I don't want to say on the cheap because that sounds like it cheapens it. It doesn't cheapen it at all. It's just you don't have to you know, take a second mortgage out on your house to go to attend um, some of these shows. It's just a blast, and a lot of them are, are free and or $10, $20. Bucks.
1: Well, you can walk around Pacific Grove down on Cannery Row or, right. like you say, over there on— is it Ocean Avenue in Monterey? And it's like a car show 24-7. <laughs> There's so many expensive cars
0: just driving around. Yeah. Um, Ocean Avenue would be Carmel, uh, Alvarado Street, okay. and down by the wharfs in Monterey. We did that a couple times yeah. where the they have this, cars are being stored overnight, uh, ready for the next day. And yeah, that one time we went with a, another buddy, we had a blast looking at just the night before. Or you can go park your car. They have these uh, rallies, and you can go park your car. on we did that one day. Remember, yeah. we stumbled across a rally, yeah. and it was great. Yep, um, you get to see all these old cars.
1: Uh, but instead of static sitting somewhere, they're actually driving by, and the noise, and the smell, and the, the yeah. smoke, and it's it's really fun to see these, particularly for me, the older cars.
0: Right, and and then of course, um, beginning on August twelfth. One of our favorite guys now for the last several years is um, John Craman, and he is a broadcaster uh, for Meekum Auctions, and that is the 12th to the 14th. And, boy, uh, to go in there and watch, and I think it's $20, you can go in and you can... Prepaid, I I believe, 20, 20, 30 at the door. 30 at the door, and that's at the Hyatt Regency, I believe. It's the golf course. The golf course. Uh, I can't think of the name. Oh yes, you're right. The golf course there, um, and you can go in and watch. Basically, it's a three ring circus uh, with automobiles because you can see a car, 600 cars in three days, uh, and it's just pure entertainment value. From very expensive cars to maybe cars that cost ten and twenty thousand dollars to cars that cost over a million, and, and all in between. And you can just watch this bidding process unfold. And I think a car is sold something like every three minutes, every four minutes, something like that.
1: Sure, I think so. Uh, it's
0: the Del Monte Golf Course. Thank you. Looked. Old Del Monte, yes. Uh, right near the Hyatt Regency there. Uh, which is a great, by the way, an iconic uh, golf course. The oldest golf course on the west of the Mississippi, by the way. I Did just I happen know to that? know that, yeah. Uh, and so to, to go and watch. And then the other part of those shows, we we also have had fun when a car doesn't sell, uh, if it doesn't reach its minimum, then they put it on one of the holes of the golf course and a a potential buyer can negotiate individually with the owner. But you can walk through and and talk to people. Remember one year we we talked, I think a couple of guys there were from Germany and they were looking specifically for a certain kind of Volkswagen. And there were lots of Volkswagens, but none of them was a specific one that they were looking for. So you can go to Meekam Auction for three days and have just a blast. If you just only wanted to go to an auction, you could do that.
1: Yesterday, after listening to John, what's his last name? Krayman. uh, He mentioned that uh, the collector car market is just super hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he said typically 65% of the cars going across the block are sold. Mm-hmm. And right now, it's running eighty to ninety percent of the cars are being wow. sold. Isn't that something? So people are really snapping up collector cars.
0: Did he happen to mention some areas that were particularly uh, pickup trucks? I guess. Um, uh, he
1: didn't mention any areas. He, uh, the The top couple of cars that, that should mm-hmm. be watched are uh, um, nineteen thirty six Delahaye. Oh yeah, gosh, it's, uh, it's some kind of coupe. I'm not even familiar with it. He's thinking five to seven million dollar mm-hmm. price range. And then there's a two thousand four some kind of cobra uh sort of code name daisy and uh they're thinking it's a one of one oh my gosh shelby cobra i'm assuming it's a mustang but i really don't know what it is i haven't looked it up mm-hmm. anyway he, they're talking that's going to go into millions as well
0: gotcha well we might as well looking through this calendar uh might as well say if anybody was particularly interested in a certain show there are uh Four, I think, four shows that have been rescheduled to 2022. The Worldwide Auctioneers uh, rescheduled uh, August 8th through 11th, 2022. The Prancing Ponies Women's Car Show. That was the Women Who Drive Ferraris. Uh, We saw
1: that one when when we, we were invited one year. Yeah,
0: we did. And that's been rescheduled to August 11th, 2022. Exotics on Broadway. I'm not familiar with that particular show, but that's also been rescheduled to August 13th next year and the carmel mission classic has been rescheduled to august 10th 2022 by the way i'm going to have all these things listed and a lot more content on my website uh, theweeklydriver.com i'll have archived uh, stories from recent years lots of images that bruce has taken some that i've taken several stories several interviews that we've done in recent years and we're we're going to be down there uh, at least doing Uh, two podcasts probably three podcasts if all goes according to plan we're going to even go to an Aston Martin world debut of a car that would be that'll be phenomenal Uh, 70th year 70th year of Aston Martin and that that brings to mind um the always the traditional ending of Monterey Auto Week Monterey two week whatever we want to call it is the Concorde Elegance. um pebble beach Concours, that it has a bunch of different events but this year is the 70th anniversary of that event and the ceo chairman um sandra button's 35th year so they always um attach those events to anniversary celebrations and uh you know what better way to celebrate the chairman's 35th and the event's 70th with that in mind as she told us in our podcast, um, the event goes back to a road race. It was a small event, uh, the Pebble Beach. What was, was it actually called the Pebble Beach Road Race? I forgot now the official name. But Phil Hill was. I think those were the, you know, iconic days. And it was just a little, tiny little event. And it look what it is now. I mean, it's it's probably the best known car show in the world. I would I would guess. Sure, I think so. And uh, so. That uh, event is always uh, on the final day on Sunday. I believe that's the fifteenth. Um, but you can't miss
1: uh, out there, at old Laguna Seca Raceway, which is what oh, yeah. Ma- Mazda Raceway, I believe.
0: Uh, no, it's um, WeatherTech now. WeatherTech, okay. yeah, WeatherTech um, Laguna Re- WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca. If you have to say it, <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, whatever. You know, you have to say it in a certain way. Yeah, to watch the uh, historic's
1: out there. Uh, they're not, well, they call it races, but, you know, they're pushing them fairly hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's... And um, th- that's fun to see those old cars. It's Yeah, it's always... That's uh, the Rolex Monterey Motorsports Reunion. Cars from the early 1900s out there. Fantastic. We had um, the, the CEO out there on as well. Uh, not CEO, but the... Um, maybe he is CEO. Oh, well, the Barry, media, media Barry, guy. Uh, yeah, he's not the CEO, but we had um, Barry... Uh, top key on a cu- couple times and he's, you know, a knowledgeable guy and he explains all that and, and all, all these events, you know, uh, we just saw a story this morning from the Monterey Herald that everything is a go with a few exceptions that I uh, mentioned, but with some, you know, obviously COVID still with us and uh, we made a notation or noticed that the quail, a uh, thousand people less are going to be allowed in. Um, I'm sure that there'll be other considerations, and you know, each show can kind of do on some level do well, who what it knows wants what to do. Well, who knows what
1: might happen? I mean,
0: right? We don't know. I mean, every day California it's
1: is still kind of <clears throat> sort of beginning to lock down again.
0: Went to a coffee, sh- coffee shop this morning. No masks required. Some people were wearing masks. My our friend, mutual friend, we didn't wear a mask going in. We sat outside. But I would say half the people were wearing masks that went in and people who were sitting inside, half yeah. of them the were masks masked. Are,
1: the masks are coming back. They're coming back.
0: Seems. So we've got less than, well, a week, two weeks from yesterday, we're, we're, we're leaving. Um, who knows, right? Right. Yeah. So anyway. Unfortunately, um, most of this is outdoors, except for the parties. Except for the, pa- <laughs> oh, we're not interested in any of those. No. <laughs> we don't. Know. Oh, we did get invited to a Haggerty event. We'll see what that's all about. What's that one? <clears throat> I just knew the uh, Austin Martin. No, we uh, we signed up uh, two weeks ago. We had, you had a senior moment, Bruce. I, I never have those. We got invited to a reception, sort of reception down there, to be determined. We signed up for their newsletter, and they're going to provide updates for us when Haggerty's get-together is going to be somewhere early in the week, I, b- I believe. That's had- a
1: great collector car insurance company. It's
0: a great company. I have them for my My bug right and uh of course we we have a little experience with them at the la auto show very nice people they always have a gathering down there not that we've ever gone to it but um they always have a nice gathering at a, a pub down there at la auto show we've met some of the people and we've had them on as guests several times and it's it's the best that we've experienced in terms of
1: yeah they're really predicting a Sort of a collapse of the collector car market, I
0: think. Haggerty is.
1: Yes, they they want to make sure that new people are interested in collecting old cars. You know, we got the latest thing now with you know electrification. What's going to happen in twenty years? Right. You got all these cars. Who's going to fix? Who's going to fix the gas cars? Mm -hmm. And where are the parts going to come from? And who can drive them? Right. Right. They're having a some kind of a drive right now to teach kids how to drive a, a manual. Because nobody drives a manual anymore, that, hardly. That representative from Haggerty will be
0: our guest next week. There you go. So okay. We're, we're so ha- they're
1: really interested in, in getting new people and keeping the collector car market. Obviously, it helps because people need to be insured. Yes. And so, But they're really at the forefront of this, keeping it alive.
0: I can't wait to talk to the, the woman who's going to speak with us because um, where do you start? Do you say uh, your parents had a manual transmission car, and this is what a sh- this is what it's all about? And can you imagine the first time the person gets in the car? I, I guess it would be like some other things you try for the first time. You have an instinct, and you're pretty good at it, or you're you're terrible at it, and it's a, a big learning curve because maybe a 16 year old kid has driven, you know, a CVT car and and does everything for you, and they're great. And why wouldn't you buy one? But that's going to be an interesting experience to see what the people who are giving that class, well, what they now, experience...
1: now the kids, all they want to do is, you know, look for the Apple CarPlayer. Or... That's right.
0: <laughs> they... Yeah, we saw some of that yesterday. And on, on... Maybe,
1: maybe paddle shifters, if they think they're boy racers, they'll look right. for paddle shifters. And if there aren't any, they're lost.
0: Yeah, but just think if you were 16 and you wanted to impress uh, a, a girl in high school, you could take them in a... Shift car? I think, I think that would be kind of impressive. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe Where do you that. get a cheap shifter car? I guess an old uh, 20-year-old pickup truck. That's right. How many, how many 2021 cars do you think have manual transmissions? A couple dozen, maybe?
1: Yeah, not a lot. We, not, we not just a... drove last week. James had a uh, M3 competition mm-hmm. BMW. Right. And the lesser model you could get with a manual, it looked like. The one we had, it was the eight speed, I believe it's a dual clutch. It is. Just fantastic yes. oh, transmission. Yeah. Was, I mean yeah. <laughs> it's way faster than you could shift by hand. Yeah. And but the lesser one that one did have a manual. That one did have a manual but you know, um, that's that's a performance it's it's not like somebody's gonna go out and buy those,
0: you know, for your teenager, I wouldn't think it they start around sixty grand. Right, I think you have to go to the other end. They, they I just saw some information about the cheapest cars and I'm doing a post on what the cheapest cars were 10 years ago, 5 years ago and now and I think some of those low-end cars still have manual transmissions, I think. I think I like the A few here a and few, there. A few here and there. Um Anyway, uh back to Monterey Auto Week. Uh going through here, um the Quail um Gee, the first time I went, I think before we started doing our podcast, I went by myself. And at that time, they did provide um, press credentials, and it was great. But the ticket at that time was $400. And that must be 10, 12 years ago, right when the either first or second year of the event. Then it went to $600, and now it's $950. This is fully catered, though. It's there's, fully there's catered. food was, yeah. stops
1: everywhere. Fruit drink, stops, so free can,
0: booze. Yeah, all that stuff. And if you can be like you and me, you could even eat lunch with Jay Leno if you get lucky. We did that. There you go. Which was great. And it's it's, a, it's Yeah, he phenomenal. sat
1: down by next to us and said,
0: <laughs> where's the barbecue? Where's the barbecue? That's right. And then I, I remember starting to ask him about the Tonight Show. And I had this idea of letting the, like Carson did, he would let the band play. Uh, if, if a guest didn't show up or something that they had a little extra time, he would let Doc Severinsen and the boys play a full song, which was great. Cause I was, I'm a jazz guy, but I asked Jay Leno if he ever let his band, he looked at me like, you have no idea what you're talking about. It would never work. And he, and I think he left like five minutes later. I don't, <laughs> he was
1: promoting his, it was his Jay Leno garage. Yeah. His, his yeah.
0: website and all er, er, early on. Yeah. I think, uh. It, it wasn't my sterling moment trying to make small talk with Jay Leno, but I think he was, yeah, I think you're right. He was there for a whole other reason. He wanted reason. the beef. He wanted barbecue. He, he wanted barbecue, and, and you know he shook our hands, and he was pleasant and everything, but I think he, he, uh, yeah, well, it, it, it was what it was, and it was just fine. But as it turned out, I had lunch with him twice, two years in a row, sat at the same table, just out of coincidence. At the quail? At the quail. Oh, okay. It's two years in a row. Um, and that was also at the quail, uh, the, the year I went by myself, I went to the Maserati um, area, and this young guy, I had never driven a Maserati before, and he, I looked at the Quattro Porto, whatever it was. Oh, that's right. They have all the
1: test drives the from test drives. all these uh, yeah.
0: top cars. Which is a little odd, because as you said, there's free booze, and who knows if a guy's getting in line. He's... We
1: went with, uh, uh, we did an AMG. That's right. Test drive. We did. With uh, an old... Uh, one of my racing heroes, Tommy Kendall. That's right. You did, was did was he was the the guy that sat there and basically he just let you go. He, yeah, he didn't he care great. about anything.
0: No, and the same with this Maserati guy. He said, "I have to drive it out of a golf course, and I'll take you on this course." And he just pulled over to a little outlet. And he this said, is on the public streets now. Public streets. And he just we got in, and he just said. He looked at me. And he just said, "Punch it," you know. He wanted yep, to show yep. me what the, the Maserati could do, and I. I'm not really a speed guy, but I punched it a little bit, and it was fun. And that was the first time I'd ever driven a Maserati, uh, and it was pretty impressive. You know, the wonderful growl, and we got back toward the golf course, and of course you have to stop, and he has to drive it in at three miles an hour, or whatever it was. But
1: so I guess that's another advantage yeah, to the quail. Advantage. You're paying that top fee, but you're like pre-screened, because I think, I don't know if we signed a waiver, but whatever it was, they didn't ask us anything. No nothing I long. guess you had to show a driver's license, but that's it
0: that's so. it and uh of course, the year you and I went, I haven't seen one since we saw the uh Paganis. yes, and I had never seen one before, like I said, i have never seen one since, but there were were there twenty of them there, thirty of them there, something like that, and just that's that's about just like the, everyone made was there yeah, yeah. And, and that was just phenomenal to see that such such a unique um design and we Conan couldn't. Conan Sig was there one Conan, year. Conan Sig was there. Um I mean the actual guy, not only his cars. That's right. The guy was there and then the what was the Cunningham uh one year got uh, best of show one year I was there and so is it worth a thousand? Let's just say a grand. Is it worth a grand? Well, maybe one no. time, but probably not. Is it worth 500? Okay, I might sell that out but it's better to go concor
1: so. on the avenue for free for free bring is there, your own
0: wine and just cheese, bring your own wine and cheese or, 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 you know, go to a $25 lunch or $30 lunch. Who cares? Because you're not paying $500 and you don't drive the cars, but so what? Um, yeah, I'd re- re- recommend the, 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 free shows or the auction
1: houses are good too. The
0: auction houses are great. And, um, weather tech raceway is great. And, um, you know watch some of those vintage cars go around and and the the pits down in the infield people there to talk to um you know some guys wrenching their car and you go up and introduce yourself and have a nice conversation with somebody please check out my website theweeklydriver.com there's already quite a bit of content on for our pending trip to the monterey peninsula but between now and uh the next couple of weeks there'll be a lot more content and we'll have um some podcasts there from the show and lots of images. Bruce is a really good photographer, and we're going we're to do it upright with images and text and podcasts and newsletters. So check us out, and uh, thanks for joining us today on the Weekly Driver Podcast.